Welcome home. If you found your way here, you are definitely a part of my tribe. My name is Desiree Jackson. This is the Black Hair Conspiracy Podcast. This series is about hair care and some of the basic things I believe you should know. So we're going to cover today my book, The Black Hair Conspiracy, Chapter 7 on shampooing. There's a quote I have that says, there are no bad shampoos on the market, only overly expensive ones that either don't clean well or overly strip your hair of its natural oils. Now, of course, I'm going to tell you the reason I said that was because in my search, that's what I kept finding was that people didn't understand the basic requirements of shampooing. And because of that, they will buy the wrong shampoos. And a lot of the shampoos on the market just did not sufficely do what it was supposed to do for the situation. Now, this is not an ad, but I am going to state the obvious. This is the reason why I created my black silk shampoo, because it will rebalance your hair. So it doesn't matter whether your hair is chemically processed or it's in a, a um, drying state or a natural state. If it's chemically processed, what really happens is you have done something to chemically change the pH balance, which causes problems with your hair. Our shampoo is designed to correct your pH balance, whether it is from chemicals or just natural dryness or hormones. It will rebalance your hair. Okay, now that I said that, I'm going to read the first page. The best way I can say this is wash your hair. I'm so tired of people giving me every reason under the sun why they don't like to shampoo their hair. If you have type 1 hair, I believe there is a member of society that have all experienced at some point in our lives contemplating shaving all of our hair off, our children's hair off, or because of how thick it can be and overwhelming when wet. Now, I talk about type one hair in my book and I break down the different types. You guys have been adjusted to knowing about 4C, 4A, but my book came out before they were classified with these 4Cs, 4As. I actually classified type one and type two and so forth in my book much, many years, I should say, before there were a 4C type that was being stated on the market. So that's just a quick reference So when you see me say type 1 hair. Now continuing, which shampoos should you use? There's no bad shampoos on the market, only overly expensive ones that either don't clean well or overly strip your hair of its natural oils. The best way to find a good shampoo for your hair is after you've picked the correct conditioner for your hair, it will always have a shampoo brand that goes along with it. 
after a regular shampooing, your hair still remains about 70 to 90% of extractable oils. That's a good thing because otherwise your hair will be dry and brittle. Now, when to shampoo? It's very important that African-Americans do not shampoo their hair every day. Once a week is great time frame. And if you have your hairstylist allows once a week or two weeks, every two weeks is even better. As I've expressed before in this chapter, overly washed hair can lead to overly dry hair. Since we already have to battle this beast on a day-to-day -day basics, when I make it, I say it all the time. It is hard. If you have type 1 or type 2 hair, you should be washing your hair every day. Yes, because they type 1 and type 2 hair tends to get oily very fast from the sebum, and it is going to literally produce a lot of oils. And this is the reason why they can wash their hair every day if need to, or just give it a good rinse to clean out some of that oil. Here's a quick tip I wanted to share that's in my book. If you sweat a lot and you feel you need to wash your hair more often than suggested due to odor, there is organic waterless shampoos that you can buy and that would deodorize and lift some of the dirt and grime from your head until you are able to give it a standard shampooing. My customers with braids and dreadlocks love this. See, I got this technique from back on the island. We will put a little bit of sea breeze and oh, a little cloth with some water and gently dab in the scalp and clean and deodorize it. It will really help to defect, disinfect any type of um, germs or bacteria that is building up on your hair. And it's an old little technique and it can be used today and I actually do suggest it. It's called sea breeze. How to shampoo non-chemically treated hair. Chemically treated hair, if not shampooed correctly, will break and damage easily. Hair that is dyed goes through a special process who, whose layers of the cortex are stripped and this alone will leave the hair weak. What most people don't know is that when you treat your hair with a chemical, it has to apply an extreme amount of heat to the hair shaft in order for it to change. Just like a curling iron, your hair is being subjected to heat. Hair should be between a pH balance of 0 to 6.9, which is considered an acidic state. A pH balance of 7 is neutral, and anything between 7.1 and 14 is alkaline. This natural acidity will stop fungi and bacteria in the hair and scalp. This is when the scalp is considered healthy. To shampoo your non-chemical treated hair, I recommend the following. Wet your hair completely. I, I recommend using the black silk shampoo. That is the silk conditioning shampoo. It is the most vital step that will help to reduce the damage of your hair. And remember, the black silk shampoo is designed to correct your pH balance. 
take a small amount of shampoo and put it in the palm of your hand, okay? And then massage it all over your head. You will notice your hair will not lather at this point if it's very dirty. See, when hair, the more dirt hair has, the more it is less likely to lather. And then that's the reason why you will notice that you have to wash it out a little bit more and then reapply new shampoo. And the cleaner it gets, the more it lathers. Be sure to rinse out the shampoo completely. Repeat steps two and three of the process, but no more than three times, no matter how dirty your hair may be. This is a thing that I personally like to say. You just want to relieve some of the dirt from your hair, the debris, with a shampoo. It doesn't necessarily have to be squeaky clean. I always suggest that that's something that you leave to a professional. Because washing your hair too many times until it's squeaky clean, if you're not a professional, will cause dryness that leads to breaking and unmanageable hair. So this technique is just something that I'm saying to use um, washing your hair with unlathering it a few times and rinsing it out. Um, just if you are not going to go back to a press or some kind of, um, treatment, but you're just going to keep your hair natural. Don't try to drain it. Don't try to completely take out all the natural moisture. You guys, I want you to remember a shampoo is basically to clean your hair. And the type of shampoo you use can only cause too much damage if your hair has some kind of chemical process, okay? Now, let's go to how to shampoo chemically treated hair. One, never shampoo your hair with a shampoo that does not say it's for chemical treated hair. And the reason for this is that the hair has been chemically treated, has been interrupted pH balance, and you need a shampoo that will restore your pH balance. I cannot stress to you how important this step is, except to say is one of this is the one of the leading factors for breaking in chemically treated hair. Okay, so two, I want you to wet your hair completely. Then three, for T1, I recommend using my clear protector and combing your wet hair using a wide tooth comb. This is the most vital step that will help you to reduce the damage to your hair. Now, let me just explain to you. Our Clair Protector, when I designed this process and this product, oh, God, it was exciting. Because really what I was doing was finding a way for you as the everyday person to be able to wear a protective style without a protective style. So our Clair Protector, when you put it on your hair, it is going to coat each strand. That's why you want to come in through really good. And it's okay. I suggest wet the hair a little bit. When you wet the hair and apply the clear protector, it just kind of helps it to, you know, saturate and get evenly put all over, all over your hair. So it coats each strand. And as it coats the strand, it is holding the moisture in. And when he holds this moisture in, this is why your hair isn't so breakage and why it feels much softer as well. And then when you apply heat to press it, oh, 
that's like giving it the extra kick. I always suggest, even if you don't want to wear your hair pressed, apply a little heat after you've done our, our um, clear protector, after you, of course, you know, conditioned your hair and finished the process and blow dry it, put a little heat to it because that heat is going to stimulate a good bonding between the actual product and your hair shaft. And then you'll find that your hair shaft feels a little bit more silkier, a little more smoother. It also won't revert to going curly or in its natural state whenever you sweat or it gets a little water on it. It will definitely allow you to hold your style a little bit longer. Okay, so now also I wanna talk about shampoo and conditioner all in one. Products that contain shampoo and conditioner all in one are not a bad idea to use now and then. However, these products, they should be used on a regular basis if you do not have treated hair. For instance, I mean chemically treated hair, okay? Shampoo alone for T1 hair, once you finish washing the hair, continue with conditioning instructions for your hair type. Okay, so what I'm saying is I personally have a thing where I do believe that some all-in-one shampoos are okay if you use them now and then. But if you have um, very curly hair or hair that tends to get dry, I really, really think you should try to minimize these type of shampoos and conditioners. Reason why is because when you get a deep condition, a deep condition is when you take the, the conditioner and you apply heat, and that goes through levels of your hair shaft. And this is something that we really, really need with curly hair. This is gonna help you from drying out your hair. That deep conditioning should be a regular part of your hair. And if washing your hair is something that requires you to take a little time, then I'm telling you right now, you should have a wash day or even a wash weekend. Now I wanna discuss the energy in your hair, especially during the time when you are getting ready to do a good wash day or weekend, as I suggested. Let it be something that's relaxing. Let it be something that you take your time to do. You don't wanna put the kind of energy that causes uh, you feel like you're frustrated or you feel that you're unhappy or you're rushed because that is what you're going to now associate with your hair as well. I also personally believe it should be a private moment and it should be a me time moment. And let me explain to you why. Your hair is the conductor and with, with that conductor, you need to protect the kind of energy that it is going to receive during weak stages. Example, when you're sick, your body is in a weaker state than when it's healthy, right? Even if it's a little cold, even if you're feeling, um, you're not feeling up to par who you are at that moment, your energy is low. And when your energy is low, you are acceptable to a lot of 
things impeding into your area. This is the reason why when you're feeling depressed, they say get your hair done. And it changes your personality and it changes the way you see yourself and it changes the way you feel because you are directly rejuvenating and adding energy into your body, your mind, and your spirit. So when you're doing your hair, control how many people is constantly around. Control how many people are going to be distracting you during that time. Associate it with something good. Take the time, whether you got to do it all day or in two days, and, and have your tea and do your process. And the same goes when you find a salon to have it in. See, when you go to a hair salon and you are filled with all this negative energy, whether it be from the stylist or the people around it, and you're getting your hair done, it changes. It, it, it changes your mental state. It affects you stronger because your hair is at a weaker state to now perceive and pick up all the energy. That's the reason why when you have a really great beautician, you ever notice that <laughs> a lot of times your barber, your beautician is also a psychiatrist or someone you could speak through, speak to about your emotions and your feelings. Why is it when you're doing your hair, you find yourself opening up the most? It is because your conductor is unprotected and you are the most open. You can translate to things that has been bothering you and you can receive the message as well. So if you are around too much negativity during this time, you are picking up a lot more negativity than you normally would have. I want you to understand the conductor, and I want to share this with you for those of you who have not heard me say this before. I want you to imagine your TV. Your TV needs electricity in order for it to run the different programs and all the different channels that it has. As per se, you, maybe, you know, the different work you do, all the different things you have to do in one day. So your TV needs a, a certain amount of energy in order for it to work. So do you. Now, how do you plug in your TV? You plug it in to a wall that is conducted to hold and gather up as much energy as it can. And then what you're going to do is take that energy and once you plug it in, it's going to go to your TV. But how does it travel? How come it's safe? It travels because there's rubber that is overneath the wires that keeps it from being exposed. Your hair is your conductor to all of your energy that is contained within this body. And that is how it controls and protects it to go directly where it needs to go. So if that card, let's go with the cord. I'm, excuse me, I say card, but it's cord. If that cord happens to have a hole or it's worn out in a certain area, wires are exposed. We all know when wires are exposed and you start clicking or connecting it into electricity, you are vulnerable for overload, which is called a shock. 
and that can be deadly at times, dangerous to your health no matter what. That is why I tell you, your hair is your conductor. And during that time when it is at its weakest state, you need to be very mindful of what you're around.